Are you ready to feel good? Are you ready to get back in your groove again? Stay tuned for another great podcast with Linda G. Robert. That's me. Hello, 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 everybody. This is Linda G. here, back in the groove again, coach, here to help you live your best life now so you can love what you do. I have been absent from this podcast for a few months and there's really no excuse. So I'm not even going to tell you that I'm now in Mexico uh, and, uh, you know, been working on other little projects because that's, that's just really an excuse. So I'm here right now thinking of you out there and wondering if you're really doing what you love doing. I have been in Mexico now since January 19th. I'm going to be going back to Canada on, well, I haven't bought my ticket yet, so I need to be out of here by uh, May 18th. And uh, lots of things have changed since uh, since I got here. I think the biggest change is that I left my job. Now, some of you know that I'm, I'm a coach, but I'm also a teacher. I am a teacher of English as a foreign language. And about a month ago, I think it's about that, I kind of had a moment of clarity. <laughs> this was like around six o'clock in the morning. I'm thinking, I don't want to, I don't want to teach English on this particular platform anymore. And it, it was so clear that I just couldn't change my mind. So that day, in fact, that morning, I canceled over 160 classes. And I think that was part of the reason why I wasn't liking it anymore. So I felt a sense of obligation. My students, you know, they, they, they come from everywhere in the world, France and Italy and Spain and so many different parts of the world. And they would book my classes weeks and sometimes months ahead of time. And I hated canceling. I hated canceling, so I was always there, you know, to teach. And so when I decided to cancel those classes, 163 of them, it it wasn't a huge decision. It was a decision that, yes, I had to make, but it was something that I knew I needed to do because I wanted to experience more freedom. I wanted to experience the possibility of using my time in different ways. I wanted to be available to do whatever I wanted to do. And so leaving that job, actually, it was a job, you know, I was uh, teaching, but I also had to prepare my classes ahead of time and I needed to provide uh, some feedback. So it was, uh, technically it was a job, man. I, I just <laughs> noticed that, you know, after a year and a half that I was really working and it was, it was hard work. I enjoyed my students, but I still considered it work. So after I made this decision to stop working, I immediately felt a sense of release. Now I know that we can't all do that, you know, we can't all kind of decide spontaneously to leave our job. 
for various reasons, but I'm going to put it out there. We, cause I, you know, I did it. And I, I did it partly because I knew I could, uh, because I did believe that I would be all right financially. And I think that's what really stops us from living our life the way we truly want to live it. Sometimes we have fears and beliefs that prevent us really from being happy, being content, doing what we truly want to do. It's difficult to find work that we love doing. Now, I don't know if you work or not. I'd love to hear some of your your comments. Uh, But I considered it work and I didn't want to do that anymore. So I opted to leave, to quit. (laughs) And it felt pretty darn good. So in the meantime, what I've been doing over the last few weeks, well, um, let's see now, when did I go to Oaxaca? I'm looking at my calendar here. I left to go to Oaxaca on March 11th. And so I spent a week there. Now this was planned that that week had been planned. I wasn't planning on teaching, so I didn't have any scheduled uh, lessons that that week. But I did go to Oaxaca on the Saturday, and I was there for the entire week to learn Spanish. That was my intention, and that's what I did. I learned Spanish. I had two tutors, one from 10 to 12, and the other one from 1 to 3, and they were both very different, but they were both very interesting, and I learned a lot at that time. (laughs) I think it's something to be in class and learn uh, a language, but it's also something else to practice it. So while I was in Oaxaca, I had no chance, uh, no um, choice but to practice speaking Spanish. And I'm not fluent by any means, but I have enough words to be able to get myself out of, you know, a situation or to ask for something if I needed to. So I was there for a week. And I made a decision towards the end of the week to take a bus from Oaxaca to go to Puebla. So I took a bus on the Saturday. And so I did get to to Puebla on the Saturday and thought that was pretty cool. That was a four hour bus ride. I got into my hotel. I took a taxi from Puebla bus station to the hotel. And I spent three days there. Now in Puebla, Mexico, I'll just tell you a little bit of what I did there. I decided to take a hop on, hop off bus. I did that on one of the days and that was pretty darn cool. And don't ask me to tell you where I went because I can't remember exactly where I went. But the point is, is that I did that. And I also went, this was pretty cool, on a African safari. You should have seen this bus. You could tell that this bus was going on a safari somewhere because of how it was decorated. It had large animals, a giraffe and I think a lion too, right not real ones. Okay, let's let's put that out there. But they were on the bus. And you could tell that was the safari bus. That was a day trip too. We left at 12, got back at 6. Took about 45, 50 minutes to get there and, uh, and back. And it was pretty darn cool. I'm telling you, I love zoos. 
or not zoos, well, safaris. I'd never been on a safari before, but you can kind of compare it to a zoo, except these animals weren't in cages. They were free to roam wherever they were. I saw elephants and I saw hippopotamuses and I saw a rhinoceros and I saw black bears or different, you know, a, a, a black bear. I think it might have been a bear from Africa. Uh, what else did I see? I saw some pink flamingos. I saw some huge tortoises, tortoise, tor, toy tortoises, <laughs> and some turtles. Oh my God. It was, for me, it was awesome because I love seeing these wild animals that, you know, we, we've never, we don't usually see in Canada. That's for sure. And where I would only see it in a, in a zoo or, you know, on a safari. So I love that trip. And so that was on Monday. And on Tuesday, I get my days confused here because I don't work as much anymore. My week isn't Monday to Friday anymore. So I decided to then take a bus from Puebla to Mexico City, La Ciudad de Mexico. And I spent two nights there. And, I, and there I also took a bus. Um, a tour, a bus tour. It was the, uh, one of those hop-on, hop-off buses again. And I guess the only thing that I can tell you there is to, you know, if you're going to go to a different country, you need to know enough of that language to understand. Now, here's what happened. I was on the bus, and I did hear them say something, of course, in Spanish, but I didn't exactly understand what they said because... When I thought I was at the last stop, my stop, which was the stop number seven, I was in fact at stop number eight. And I needed to get off at bus stop number seven to be able to go back to my hotel. But I was at number eight and I asked the young man, the tour guide, you know, where's number seven? This was all, of course, all in Spanish. And he said, well, it's only five minutes away, so you can have, you have a five-minute walk. Okay, no problema. And so I did decide to use my Google map to, you know, help me to get back to the hotel. But when I did that, I found out that it was a 25-minute walk, not a five-minute walk. And my battery was dying. Like, I have an old phone. It's an it's a uh, iPhone 7. Yes, you're going to think, oh my God, how come you have an old phone like that? Well, I still do. And I had tried to purchase a new one. In fact, I did purchase a 13 last July, I think it was. And I didn't like it, so I brought it back. <laughs> so I don't know if it's because of the 7 or if it's because, you know, I got too much stuff on my phone. I'm not sure. But my battery was dying. And I thought, shit, man, excuse the language. Oh, my God, what am I going to do? I have to make sure that I walk fast enough to this hotel because I didn't want to not know where I'm going. I did have a plan, of course, because I'm always thinking, you know, okay, if I can't make it on time. I can always ask for a taxi, and I know how to do that. But I didn't see a lot of taxis available. So I'm kind of glad that by the time I did get back to my hotel 25 minutes later, 
and I still had just a tad of battery left. Like it was already on red and I had been on red for some time. And that's why I was kind of freaking out because I wasn't sure if it was all of a sudden going to stop, you know, if my battery was going to all of a sudden die. But it made it back on time. It helped me to make it back on time. And I'm so freaking glad. Grateful because I thought, oh, shoot, man. I didn't know where I was. I didn't know anybody. The only thing that I could do was, you know, ask for a taxi if I if I didn't make it on time. So that was a, the only little challenge that I had when I was in La Ciudad de Mexico. And then I, I decided to uh, take a flight. So I took a flight from La Ciudad de Mexico, Mexico City, to where I'm now at. So right now I'm in the city of Mazatlan. And I have been here since January 19th. But what I like about traveling here, yes, it's to avoid the winter months. I don't really like winter. In fact, I would even say that I hate the cold. I don't like it at all. I hate having to um, clean my windshield and wipe the snow off or scrape the, the snow off my windshield. I don't like it. I do it only when I have to. But in the last few winters, I've been coming to Mexico and I've been enjoying it, uh, enjoying it a, a great deal. So the one thing that I like about where I am is that, yes, I've, I paid my apartment and I'm going to be leaving in mid-May, but I'm able to also go somewhere else, right? Because I went to um, Oaxaca and I decided to go somewhere else. I'm really enjoying my life. I think, I think that's the advantage of working from home or being a digital digital nomad, although I don't consider myself a nomad because I I do have a you know a place to stay. I'm staying here right now. And then in um, the summer or spring I should say, when I do go back to Canada, I will be living in a trailer. Now I'll talk more about that during another podcast because that's a whole other experience altogether. Some of you may know that I sold my house in November 2021. So it's been over a year now. And yes, I did go to Mexico last winter as well. But when I came back last year, I was in an apartment with a friend. I was sharing her apartment. It's a different type of experience. Um, you know, I didn't feel completely at home. She's a good friend of mine. You know, we get along great. But I still knew that it was still her apartment, her and her husband's apartment, our husband passed. But I still felt that. Um, so I know that, um, you know, we had to have a we had to have a conversation and we did. I think it was New Year's Eve. We had a conversation around our living um, space and uh, I decided and she decided that it was best for us to live in different spaces. So. Here I am in Mexico, and when I come back, I'm going to be living in a trailer. Hopefully that works out, but that'll be for a different time. So are you living your best life now? Are you able to do what you want to do? And if you're not, what's really stopping you? You know, I realized just the other day that like, I knew I had some beliefs that were preventing me from truly enjoying myself. I knew that. 
but I didn't realize the impact of that. And I'll give you a very, very simple example. You know, the fact that I decided to, after Oaxaca, to go to Puebla and then to go to uh, La Ciudad de Mexico after that, that to me was kind of living, living what I truly want to experience. You know, I, I, I had the money, but in the past that would have probably stopped me from going. I thought, yeah, I didn't see the money in the bank account. And I thought I would think I would have thought that I can't go to Puebla. I don't have enough money to go to Puebla. But the truth was that I did have enough money. And so I was able to overcome that belief, the belief that I can't do this. Because in fact, I knew that I could, and at least I allowed myself to experience that. And the other thing too, that I've noticed recently is that I may not, um, I may not have the money in my bank account, but I know I'm able to afford it uh, because I have savings and because I have credit cards that I could use. So the fact that I'm allowing myself to experience that and not, not allow the fear to say, you, you can't do that, to prevent myself from actually experiencing that. That is a shift that I've made recently. That takes time and it takes, it takes work and it takes working with a, with a coach, uh, working with other people that are also you know, wanting to challenge some of their beliefs and to really live um, a life that has possibilities instead of limitations. So I want you to be thinking about that. I want you to think about that. I'm going to leave you with that. How, how are you limiting yourself? How are you doing that? And how can you maybe live a life of more possibilities. What would you need to do to experience that possibility? I'd like you to think about that. And uh, I'll leave you with that too. So this is Linda G. You're back in the groove again, coach, helping you live your best life right now. So you can love what you do. And yes, I don't know when I'll do my other podcast, but you'll see, you'll be able to, uh, if you subscribe to this podcast, podcast. You'll see when I do publish another one. Thanks again for listening. I know I I have some listeners out there. Thank you for listening to me. And uh, and you can also subscribe to my YouTube channel. Yes. If you subscribe to my YouTube channel, Linda G. Robert, you'll be able to keep up to date with uh, what I do. So it's under Linda G. Robert. I'm I'm here to help you get back in your groove again. Have yourself a wonderful day. Bye now. Take care. Well, there you go. Another wonderful podcast by me, Linda G. Robert. I'm your back in the groove again coach, helping you live your best life now so that you can love what you do. Let's get you back in the groove again. Have have yourself a great day.